Uh, babe, I think Chloe is ready for another episode of Truth Pop. I think so, too. This is Truth Pop. You're hogging the mic. I'm a mic hog? Oh, okay. <laughs> We're recording, by the way. Oh. This is another episode of Truth Pop. Jake and Kathy and Chloe here to welcome you. Uh, we connect Christ in the culture, giving you a Catholic take on pop culture. So being the month of November, we want to honor and remember all the souls of the faithful departed, all the souls in purgatory. We want to pray for them that they can go to heaven. Also today, as we record, it is Veterans Day. So we want to honor all the veterans out there and really thank you for your service and your bravery and your sacrifice for this country. This is a a great prayer. You know, we can pray at any time. Uh, We like to pray it before meals. Um, But it goes like this. In the name of the Father, Son, Son, Holy Spirit, Spirit, Amen. Amen. May the souls of the the faithful departed departed, through the the mercy mercy of God God, rest in peace. peace. Amen. 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 And actually, um, I'm glad you mentioned that, babe, because I'm like always forgetting to do this. And like people like me, this is a perfect month just to have that whole month reminder that like, hey, there's people who are on their way to heaven, but they're not there yet. They're in purgatory. And the Catholic Church teaches that when we pray for those souls that are in need, it's like we're kind of becoming friends with them, right? Like in a way we're having that connection with them and then they're able to pray for us once they get to heaven. And that's what we're talking about on this episode today, the importance of spiritual friendship. And the question I have for you is, what does a big red dog have to do with spiritual friendship? We'll talk about that coming up on the way. Last night I had this dream. It was like really disturbing. I remember it felt real. And like, I felt like I was getting shivers throughout the whole dream Mm. that I don't know who it was, but it was like these really, really bad, no nonsense people who they took like a really large statue of Jesus and they beheaded the statue and they threw it in the toilet and wow. just left it there. And I went over just to look at it and I I could hardly it was just so sad. It was like so defaced and so vandalized. And obviously, you know, we've seen that in our culture this past year and a half with, you know, people who have been unfortunately desecrating these religious statues and, and really defacing not only the statues, but the saints names mm-hmm. and, and really defacing their reputation and saying things that they're, that aren't even true. We can talk about that another time, but it just got me thinking in the dream. I remember being really scared and thinking, oh, like I can't even imagine myself taking the statue of Jesus out and, you know, protecting it just because I, I was so afraid that something bad would happen to yeah. me that I would get killed or whatever. And this was just Scary, a dream, yeah. right? Yeah. But like you had those dreams where you, you wake up and then you, you feel really unsettled afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it, it got me thinking, wow, like I'm clearly not ready for any sort of situation involving martyrdom because... Yeah, like theoretically, I always say, sure, if someone were to ask me, do I believe in Jesus? Obviously, I would say yes, no matter what the cost. But I feel like maybe God used that dream as a bit of a wake up call for me, kind of nudging me and asking me to really think deeper, like, would I be ready? And I don't know that answer. It's another Catholic kernel of truth on Truth Pub. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states that martyrdom is the supreme witness given to the truth of the faith. It means bearing witness even unto death. So the church teaches that there are two types of martyrdom, 
So one is red martyrdom. That is when somebody sheds their blood for Christ. They die in order to witness to Christ. The other form of martyrdom is white martyrdom. Now that is witnessing to Christ without losing your life here on earth. Well, so often we're used to hearing stories, you know, like Cassie Barnell, who uh, gave up her life and she was in the, um, the Columbine shooting when someone came up and said, do you believe in Jesus? And she said, yes. And her life was taken. So that's red martyrdom. But so often the type of martyrdom that's maybe not as recognized is white martyrdom, as you just mentioned, Kathy. And I think an example of that would be you know, someone who is teased in school for your belief in Christ, um, people who are made fun of or excluded or someone who loses their job because let's say they refuse to go along with Pride Month activities. I mean, these are real life situations that are happening all over the place and I think increasingly more so now in our culture. And, you know, these people, they're having to suffer, like their reputation gets ruined or looked at in a different way, all in the name of Christ. So even though their lives may not be physically taken, they're still emotionally affected and they're taking a stand for God. Uh, White martyrdom is something that's happened in maybe your life. As you're listening right now, you're like, wait, that's happened to me before. Uh, So one thing we'd encourage is if you've ever had a time in your life where you've stood for Christ and you've had to suffer the consequence for it, please share that story. It'd be really inspiring to to hear that and also just share it. So you can hit us up on Truth Pop social media or just email us. Uh, it's truthpopproductions at gmail.com and uh, just share us how, you know, your life has been changed or affected by that. But, you know, white martyrdom, it's, it's really interesting, babe, because, uh, you know, St. Teresa of Avila, mm-hmm. she apparently, when she was seven years old, she wanted to go to this distant mission land and she wanted to be beheaded. Wow. Like she literally like planned on giving her life to Christ. She well, wanted to be beheaded. She wanted she to. She intentionally was seeking out to be beheaded yeah, that, that's, for Christ. That's sainthood right there. I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not there. <laughs> A family member got wind of what she had planned to do and stopped her on her way. Uh, so long story short, down the road, she becomes a religious sister. And that was her vocation. She learned that she could give her life up for Christ doing that. And just those daily sacrifices, you know, those little annoyances that she encountered day to day, that to her was white martyrdom, where she was sacrificing her life in a way that she hadn't expected to, but still mattered to God. One time someone close to me wanted me to participate in a wedding that wasn't sacramental. And I explained to her because of my Catholic faith, I did not want to participate in that. And unfortunately, our friendship ended over that. And that was very difficult. It can be really difficult to to make those decisions and to stand up sometimes. You know? Yeah. Have you ever had any white martyrdom in your lifetime? You know, like, so like I'm kind of dealing with like, I guess, social media fatigue mm-hmm. because I've kind of gone through those experiences where, um, you know, like sharing a pro-life post or something in defense of traditional marriage, like some people were just not okay with that. And, you know, I, I respect, you know, we're all in a journey and everything like that. Um, people just don't understand and that's okay. But, um, unfortunately it just became kind of like an ugly Facebook discussion. And I think I learned that discussions like that just are meant for in person, mm-hmm. not on social media. But, you know, I, I do believe that like, 
you know, even social media can be a way to, to represent the faith and to charitably share truth, not in a way that's meant to, you know, tear others apart, but to simply just say, this is what the church believes. And unfortunately, I've lost some friends from high school just because of some of those stands I've taken on social media. And like, I guess I'm still kind of dealing with anger because of it and some hurt. Yeah. It's kind of a daily forgiveness practice I'm trying to go through. You know, in scripture, it points out that when Jesus was on the cross, he said, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. His sacrifice was way more, way more difficult than mine. And for for Jesus to have the ability to forgive those who crucified him, then, you know, that's an example for me. And it's an example for all of us who are put through white martyrdom the laid at Jesus's feet, mm-hmm. you know, like Jesus crucified on the cross knows what it feels like to be, you know, taunted. And he knows what it feels like to um, be ridiculed and to have your reputation tarnished. And I think that rather than holding on to that hurt and that anger, like Jesus is just calling me to just let it go, place it at the foot of the cross. And I think that is true white martyrdom because I guess like for me, if I'm, if I'm angry, well, like martyrs aren't angry when they're giving their life up for Christ, right? right? Like someone who's having a gun put to their head and ready to give up their life. I mean, they're scared. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Wasn't that one saint, he was being burned alive in a fire and he said, you missed a spot over there. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he's been to Portillo's. He knows how much those, you know, char- <laughs> charbroiled burgers taste, you know. so. But he knew that there was something greater. Right, right. So I think it's like a challenge for me. I'm like, okay, like Jake, you know, yeah, okay, I'm going to lose friends. At the end of the day, I got to look at the friends who are still there for me, the ones that got my back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, well, let's look at the spiritual friendship in our lives. It's time for this week's Truth Pop Pick of the Week. This is Truth Pop. So, Kathy, you pointed out two movies that we saw recently that really have to do with, like, showing the importance of spiritual discipleship and friendship to help us through those times when we are ridiculed, when we think that we're alone, when we think that no one is there by our side. Well, actually, the opposite is true. So, this month, Jake and I, we are really cool. We saw Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yes. Chloe liked it. And also, Ron's Gone Wrong. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah, that's a hard one to say. Um, Both movies, they're both kind of kid movies, but they're really good. They show the power of spiritual friendships. In both movies, there is a main character who's kind of feels like a loner, kind of feel... They kind of feel like they have nobody to turn to. And both of them have a friend that is at risk that they are losing. And throughout the movie, both characters find that they have really strong spiritual friends, really strong community that's there for them, that fights with them to save that friend that they're ultimately about to lose. Yeah, it's funny because who would think that a big red dog could actually teach you something that was deep? And and don't get me wrong. I mean, let's all agree. It was a very cheesy movie. Like this, this group writing was terrible. It's not like we're pulling some like G.K. Chesterton stuff out of a, <laughs> a movie about a big red dog. But other than that, like, I mean, it's true. Right. And I, I actually I actually really did like Ron's Gone Wrong. I thought mm-hmm. it, so it was a uh, it wasn't a Pixar movie, but it felt like a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. It's actually from 20th Century Fox. And like the whole movie, like you really kind of feel for the friendship that's starting to form between um, the kid Barney, who's the loner, and then Ron, who's this little robot. 
without getting into the weeds of the plot, you really do start to see that there's like a true friendship and like, especially the Ren's Gone Wrong film shows how damaging social media relationships can oh, be, yeah. right? Because, like, we try to find meaning and fulfillment in another connection. Like, oh, I have 3,000 friends. I'm important. It's all about the likes, too. How many likes did I get on this picture? How many, um, now it's loves and laughs and mm-hmm. reactions or whatever on Facebook. Well, like, and it shows the damaging repercussions of cyberbullying, too. There's this mm-hmm. socialite girl who's super popular, but then towards the end of the movie, it kind of changes on her, and then she starts getting cyberbullied. Well, I actually think the movie did a pretty good job of, like, really showing the way that she was affected. You know, she was just, like, in her room crying, like, replaying the video over and over and over and over again. Like, how many of us have, how many of us have done that? Whether it was on social media or not, like, we replay those times where we've been bullied or we've been outcasted by someone but you know thankfully by the end of the movie um barney ron and this girl and well they all come together and they form true friendships and that's what life is about it's not about the superficial artificial social media connections if we really want to bring about the kingdom of God, we need to come together as fellow believers. And I know like, it's so hard for me and for Kathy, I know. And for all of us, like if you've gone through those times where you have felt like you're the only one who cares about the Catholic faith, you're the only one who stands for church teachings, social media, it's not going to be that place to really form true discipleship with someone else. Like, okay, maybe you make, you meet great people, but at the end of the day, If you really want to be enriched, encouraged, and transformed in your faith, if you want to be reminded that, okay, yeah, life might have its crosses, but at the end of the day, there's someone who's going to be there to help me carry that cross. Look to those true friendships in your life. I think that like, what do they say, babe? I mean, it's probably less than five people in our lives that we would consider to be real, true friends. Those people are gifts. Like, I think we're lucky to even have one in our life, right? Identify that person in your life. Who is that person that you can be intentional with? If you have that person in mind, maybe consider deepening that friendship. Say, okay, like this person can really help me, help me to be a better person, a better Catholic, a better friend. What I would throw this challenge out to you is, you know, like just honestly have that heart to heart with them and say, look, I really think that we have a sort of friendship where we can grow closer to the Lord together. So maybe invite them to pray together. You could uh, pray the rosary together at night. Um, Those friendships are not meant to be taken for granted. Like, I think those are true treasures for us in our lives uh, to walk the difficult road. Yeah. And they can really help increase that courage and that bravery when there does come a time where you are called to stand for Christ, to witness to your faith. Those people can give you that courage to do what God is calling you to do. The Fellowship of Catholic University students focus really talks about intentional discipleship, like finding people that um, are there to equip you and to form you. And then after that, you can grow more disciples. So the three of you can branch out and find people who are maybe not as far along in their faith, but you're the person who can help them. And if you think about it, Jesus didn't go out and evangelize a million people mm-hmm. at once. It was, it was his, his 12. It was yeah. his 12 disciples. Yeah. 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 And that's how actually the faith was spread after 
Jesus died and was resurrected. And then when he, after he ascended, it was through intentional relationships. People would get to know each other. And then once that trust was formed, they would share their faith with that person. And because they trusted each other, they would take that faith seriously. So it's okay to share your faith with people that you trust and that trust you because they know that you're a good person and they know that you're coming from a good place. How many truth pop points would you give this movie? So if we're just going to pick apart the two movies that we talked about, Rotten's Gone Wrong, how many truth pop points based off of truth, beauty, and goodness? I would probably give that movie, I'm going to go with 8.5 points. I thought that it resonated with the whole social media thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I would probably give it a 7. I don't think that it resonated so much with me um, as opposed to you, but I did like it. I thought it was a cute story. Um, I did like how they showed the impact of social media and how that's not good for the soul, but real true friendship is really good. I know that Chloe's going to give Clifford 10 points, so that's a given. Our dog is a huge fan of Clifford. I'll probably give that, like, maybe a five or something. I I would also give that movie a seven. I thought it was cute. Um, The dog was really sweet. He was kind of reminding me a little bit of Chloe. I liked how the main character, she felt like she was alone, but that by the end she realized she's not alone and she hasn't been alone this whole time. People have cared about her and loved her and all she needed to do was just look around. Oh, and on the plus side in Clifford, the thing I did like was, um, the British guy from faulty towers and Monty Python. What's what's I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. What, what is his name? Oh, John Cleese, John Cleese. Mm. He was in the movie. So that was interesting, <laughs> but yeah, if you got kids, See Clifford, you'll enjoy it. Or if you don't, still see it. <laughs> like us. Yeah, we were like surrounded <laughs> if, by kids. If so. you have pup, a puppy or a dog, you would love the movie. Unfortunately, you can't bring your puppy to the theater. <laughs> that would be fun. I wonder like how many dogs would like be barking at the screen. I mean, not probably many because it was an animated dog in the movie. Like Clifford. It was obviously. like half animated. It looked pretty whatever. animated. Yeah. You could tell it was, it was pretty cheesy there, but <laughs> I mean, the kids were loud. Like I, I, I couldn't believe people actually clapped after the end of oh, Clifford. Yeah, I yeah. was like, wait, wh- did we see a different movie? Here? <laughs> it was cute. It was really good for kids. Yes. Kids and cake. So on that <laughs> note, um, you know, one thing we like to do too is when it comes to spiritual friendship, it's important to really be honest too. When you see your brother, your friends kind of struggling, Right. Like you say, hey, like I'm your friend. I care about you. And I just notice you haven't been yourself lately. Like it's nice when I have people in my life who can say that to me and I know that they care about me. Well, that's what we like to do on the uh, Truth Pop podcast is the celebrity prayer circle. We're not coming from a place of harsh judgment or anything. We're just noticing some people who are in the limelight who really seem to be struggling. And I'm like, you know, rather than gossiping about them, which a lot of people like to do. Just like pray for them. Let's pray together because, you know, prayer can have that impact. It can really change hearts and lives. And Kathy, you notice someone in Hollywood who really doesn't seem to be at their best lately. Yeah, I was watching an interview with Demi Lovato and I just saw it in her eyes. She just looked so sad and it really broke my heart for her because I remember when I first watched that movie, um, that Disney movie. Camp Rock. Camp Rock. She was so happy. She had the biggest smile and I really admired her. And when I saw her speaking recently on the interview, she just, 
didn't smile. She just looks so sad in her eyes. And I just feel like she's really hurting. So I really want to lift her up in prayer. Also, I want to lift up a previous Catholic artist, Audrey Assad. She used to have beautiful Catholic music. Recently, she has come out and saying that she no longer is making Catholic music and she's just secular now. And I've just been seeing her pictures and she looks also very sad. Like you can just see it in her eyes. There's something that is really hurting inside. So I want to lift her up in prayer. And maybe one prayer that we could pray that is so powerful is the Memorari. So we could pray that together right now. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I find to thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, so as we mentioned, uh, feel free to hit us up and share your story. If you know if you've gone through something like we've talked about before, we'd love to share it. And we, we don't even have to share it if you don't want us to. Uh, just just to simply reach out to us and have that encouragement from from Cake. You know, because we're your friend too. We'd love to hear from you anytime. So you can email truthpopproductions at gmail.com. It's probably a better way to keep it more anonymous as opposed to sharing it on social media. Of course, you can always just uh, DM us on there as well. That would be anonymous too. But any way you want to reach us, it's always good to hear from you and just to get your feedback in general. If you ever have a show idea, a podcast suggestion, uh, don't don't be shy. Please do let us know anytime. Again, truthpopproductions at gmail.com. Hit us up Facebook, Twitter, Insta, there for you. Day, well, probably not night, so just during the day. We're, <laughs> we're sleeping at night. So, so Well, you can still reach out at night, but we'll just, yeah. it'll take us a little bit of time. It'll probably take me till like noon to wake up. So <laughs> anyway, um, we are, we're cake and we're going to go eat some cake, so... So cake out. This is Truth Pop.